I would consider having a foot channel. What's a foot channel? Oh, like, on OnlyFans. Yeah. I wouldn't show my face, but I would show my feet. There could be a market for that. Oh, there's definitely a market for feet. There are some... Foot fetish? Foot fetish freaks out there. You know uh, any? <laughs> are you implying I'm one? <laughs> no. No. But I have seen, anecdotally, on... No, not... Seen fe- anecdotally. On, like, Twitter or Instagram, people have posted videos of, like, a brand new Mercedes that they were able to buy because they had a huge foot account on OnlyFans. <laughs> no nudity, except for your feet. What do you think? I cannot imagine anything worse, but I'd be willing to sell my feet. You've got nice feet. My feet are better. My feet are great. Yeah. I have been complimented on my feet. Have you? Have you thought about foot modelling? Yes. What if we did a couple's feet account? <laughs> um, you might lower the earning potential. Yeah. Well, by myself being present. Yes. <laughs> You're me. Been told my toes look like fingers. You've got long toes. Yeah. And long fingers. I do have long fingers. I've got stumpy short man fingers and toes. And hairy. They are hairy, but... Maybe there's a market for that. No, that's what I'm saying. But maybe there's a not market. both. There's a market for everything. Like... What would you do with your feet in the videos? I would like... You've got to keep it interesting. Hold fruit and move it around between my feet in a sensual manner. Like pass a grape between your toes. Squeeze a grape. <laughs> Isn't that sexy? Well, I don't think that's sexy, but somebody might. Somebody would definitely would find that sexy. Hello, I'm Fiona. And I'm Tristan. And welcome to the Versed Kaiser Scenario. The podcast where we find out just what happens when you quit your day job with no other job to go to. Which is exactly what I've just done. Oh no. Uh oh. Our first podcast. Our very first podcast. Holy shit. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yeah? Yes. Ever since you told me you think we should do a podcast, I've been bloody excited about it. (laughs) Took a little bit of convincing at first. Do you know what? If you asked me two weeks ago, do I want to do a podcast? My answer would be, ah, hell no. But I spent the last week researching it, looking into it, as I am currently unemployed. And you know what? I found out Quite a few interesting things. It's actually one of the easiest mediums to get going with absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Got just my computer, which to be fair is like 10 years old and a piece of shit. So if anything, I've got the worst piece of equipment possible to do this and we can do it. We can get started with what we have. So yeah, now I'm on board with podcasting. It's exciting. I get to talk to you who is, you know, my favorite person to talk to, obviously. Gotta be. (laughs) <laughs> and we just talk shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we I do. mean, we talk shit anyway. Yeah. May as well report it. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can um, talk about interesting things that people will find useful as well. How are we um, going to help people, Fiona? Well, so, yeah, we're here to basically to talk about you quitting your job. Uh, with Blimey. With no other job to go to. And you're trying to figure out your way of what are you going to do next. When, when you put it like that, it sounds really stupid. <laughs> Quit my job with no other job to go to. 
um, I was getting paid pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I had like a, where did I work again? Pizza Hut. You've forgotten already. It's been a while. It's been a week. <laughs> a week. <laughs> yeah. So I used to, I used to work at Pizza Hut and um, I know what you're thinking. Immediately, well, people immediately jumped to the conclusion that I was a delivery boy. Uh, but I would like to correct that assumption. I, I was a pizza maker. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you did two days in the kitchen. I did. I did. No, I was I was the global head of data and analytics at Pizza Hut up until the week before last. And uh, now I am completely unemployed. I'm an mm. unemployed migrant. <laughs> so why did you quit? Tell me. Why did I quit? Well, I have... I have a strong entrepreneurial uh, ambition inside of me that burns away all the time. And basically, I really just need to be my own boss and I need to spend time working on things that excite me. And pepperoni and pineapple and <laughs> cheesy stuffed crusts, exciting, not exciting enough. Yummy. Yummy. Definitely yummy. Probably not good for you, but... Hey ho. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what led you to quitting? Like, what was it? Because you were at Pizza Hut for about four years, something like that, you know. Um, at what point did you think, mm, not sure this is right for me anymore? What was the tipping point to actually making you quit your job? Yeah, like I just said, I wanted I want to be my own boss. I want to be in charge of the things I work on. I think when you work at a company, especially a really big company, you don't get to be like you don't get to decide what you work on, and you've got to spend all day long on stupid Zoom calls, and it's really tiring. And I could, you know, have a side hustle and do things at night and on the weekends, but I'm just brain dead. And I think that this hustle culture about coming up with your own company and work on it uh, in, in your spare time until it's big enough to to, um, to to like replace your existing job and then you quit and then you go full all in on that. I, I really want to just call that out as a big pile of bullshit. Mm. I don't think it's possible. Maybe a few people have succeeded at it here and there. A couple of people had a side job and they we're all they, they put a lot of effort in on the weekends and didn't have any friends and never drank any beer <laughs> and and were able to replace their existing job yeah but that isn't me i i care about my health i care about my free time i care about downtime and repairing my brain and having the opportunity to recover and being my best and putting my all in at work so i had to quit yeah so one one big thing for us is is work life balance and i think the whole side hustle culture whilst you're in a very demanding full-time job just wasn't something that that suited us and our lifestyle and what we want out of it we, yeah you're I, too needy for me to be working all the time. <laughs> i'm not needy you're a little bit needy <laughs> you're more needy than me <laughs> do you know what just this little side note i'm really terrified that all the honesty that we're gonna spew here <laughs> on, on this pod is gonna destroy our relationship no <laughs> I'd say we're pretty honest with yeah. each other, pretty open. Yeah. With our feelings. For the most part, yeah. I just lost. For the most part, what are you hiding from me? There's nothing. There's nothing. It's, it's all gonna come out. It's not gonna come out. I'm worried it will. <laughs> it might come out. Well, I want to know what it is now. Well, <laughs> you'll have to listen yeah. to the podcast to find, find out. 
-hmm. in about 75 episodes time. That's when the secrets will drop. <laughs> we learn the real Tristan. We learn the real Tristan. Until until then, it's going to be a facade. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you've quit your job. Um, we went on holiday immediately after. We went to Montenegro. By the way, awesome place. Yeah, it was incredible. Didn't even really know it existed. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at maps, and I just missed it. <laughs> it's somewhere I'd wanted to go for a really long time. It's um, cool. Yeah, but with the pandemic and everything, um, yeah, we just didn't get around to going. But It's like two holidays in one. You've got the coast, which is like really Mediterranean and cool and lots of seafood, yeah. kind of like Croatia. And then inside, in, in like you go into the mountains and it's like Switzerland. It's yeah. not big mountains, like A-frame chalets, wood fires, hot chocolate, like thick Italian hot chocolate, which is like more like chocolate lava. <laughs> and you could walk on it, type sludge. Yeah. But just really delicious. It was. It was great. We love we loved Montenegro. We came back um, pretty exhausted. <laughs> we hiked every day, um, kept really active. We went whitewater rafting yeah. and yeah just the scenery is incredible just highly recommend I have to say though I think my favorite part of the adventure was when we landed back at Gatwick yeah okay and what did we discover I don't know Tristan I just I seem to remember you misplaced what was it I don't know what you're talking about it all went smoothly we just came back and went home so Fiona lost our car keys while we were in Montenegro and that left us stranded at Gatwick for about five hours. Hardly. It, it was two and a half hours in total. We got the keys back. Isn't too bad. Well we didn't. We, no, we, got we, new keys. we had to get a locksmith out. Um, he had to come and find us in Gatwick airport at, uh, on Sunday evening. <laughs> Dinner time. Yeah and um, he managed to get into our car and reprogram a new key for us. Yeah, he was a legend, by the way. I don't know his name. Was it Patrick? Patrick. Patrick, if you're listening. Legend. Yeah, he was amazing. Because um, uh, I have visions of us sleeping in Gatwick Airport <laughs> overnight, waiting for garages to open on Monday morning so we could go and get our car towed to a garage and get it fixed. So I was very pleased um, that we were able to get that sorted. And I found being stuck at Gatwick um, at night on a Sunday afternoon quite eye-opening. Let me tell you why. <laughs> when I go to the airport, I'm usually in a hurry. I've got to get where I need to get. I've got to get through security. I've got to go check in, etc. I've got to go to my gate, blah, 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 blah. I never really stop and look around and take in what's going on around me. There are a ton of weirdos at the airport, by the way. There are. And, and there was one in particular, um, I think he must have been maybe a TikTok influencer, something like that. Um, I, I'm really actually keen to find him uh, and find his account. And the dude with the big hat. Yeah. So he was, he was basically, uh, he had a, a camera person with him and he was just doing all these dances. Yeah, he, had a, he was doing a rap video, I think, basically. Maybe. And he hijacked one of those... Um, little car things too. Did you see that? Yeah. That he he did his lap. He got in and he was rapping and he was uh, stealing this thing. And I don't think you're supposed to steal the. It's like those cars that they, um, you know, if you've broken your leg or something and they you need to get to the gate quite quickly, they'll put you in one of those little um, cars when they yeah. take you to the little gate. Passenger transports. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
So anyway, we got home. We were alive. I was worried. Um, we cope pretty well. I feel like it's a real test of a relationship when you get home off holiday and you've lost your car keys and you can't get home. You've lost the car keys, yeah. Let's, not, let's be clear. I've lost the car keys. But you were, you were good. You were, you were very calm. I'm Australian. We're all chill. You were very chill. Yeah. I, on the, if it had been the other way around... You'd have killed me. I really You'd have killed me and eaten me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have been too happy. So, um, yeah, kudos to you. Thank you. You passed that relationship test. Yeah. And we got KFC that night. Yes, winning. <laughs> Were we? Mm. Oh, I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so that was uh, your first week of fun employment. Yeah, I needed that barrier between employment and uh, my new life which we'll get into in a minute, but I needed that week off in the mountains decompress. to decompress and just get the hell away from uh, my desk. Yeah, forget your old life in a way. Exactly. Forget your old job. Yeah, I think we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah, we came back refreshed, we came back ready to go. So basically, here I am. I'm, I've got no idea what the hell I'm going to do next. And the, now is the time for me to like sit down and have a really good think, talk to as many people as I can, and essentially decide what I'm going to focus on next and go from here. I'm 50% excited. This is a really good new experience for me. I get to create something, hopefully. Um, if I'm successful, I'm going to feel great about it. And yay, new life, new me, blah, 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 pray, pray love shit. If I fail... I have to go back to a full-time job, and I don't ever want to do that. So, uh, and I know that doesn't sound terrible, because I know a lot of you probably got full-time jobs, but uh, I don't ever want to go back. I'm sorry. I'm trying to escape. Well, never say never. I think for the right, for the right opportunity, maybe you would, but right now, you want to figure out your own path. You want to be your own boss. You want to have a go at trying some... I don't know, some of your own business ideas, yeah. uh, see if anything works, if not. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in a very lucky position that you are able to do this. I appreciate not everybody is able to just oh, yeah, quit privileged. their job um, and, you know, just tinker for a, a few months. Um, but yeah, we're very lucky that you're able to do this. I'm fully supportive. Um Thanks, baby. I am. I am. I really am. Um, because I did something similar. Um, I quit my job. What What did you do? So I, this was actually just before the pandemic, <laughs> great timing. Um, so this was in January of 2020. I quit my job and um, yeah, I didn't really have anything to go to either, but kind of figured out um, I could do some freelancing. So I design apps and websites. You're really good at it too. For a living, thank you. And yeah, I found a little niche, uh, particularly in marketplaces, so places like Airbnb, um, but I was really focusing on founders, uh, new startups, companies where maybe somebody had an idea for a business and wanted to have a go at building their own marketplace and I would help them to design their, their website. Yeah, it was really cool actually. I was, I was super inspired by you. You were going it alone. You built your own website, you found your own clients through your network, you were able to get contracts in place at times. You were 
pretty much full-time busy. Oh, that's really busy, But yeah. the really cool thing is you ended up making more money doing that than you had in the job you'd left. Yeah, uh, like almost double. I was earning almost Far double. Out. Um, I mean, it wasn't all uh, successful. I'd say the first year, um, you know, I, I probably halved my previous earnings in that first year. It was tough. Um, I didn't work for a lot of it. I think I had lots of gaps um, where I didn't have any clients. And that, that was kind of hard mentally. Yeah. Um, you, you feel a, a bit of a, a failure and you wonder if this business is ever going to take off. But you believed in me. You kept me going. and um, I'm a good egg. You are. <laughs> you are. You're very supportive. And yeah, then my second year of being a freelancer, it kind of all all fell into place and it took off and yeah it was really it was working really really well and then I went and got a full-time job and I was in that position where I was like never ever ever gonna work for anyone ever again um but actually one of the clients I was freelancing for I ended up going full-time there yeah and um yeah working for them full-time now so never say never but be very picky be very choosy absolutely yeah yeah okay that's really good advice so I, I found your experiences doing that really ex- inspiring. It's kind of made me think it's possible and, and here I am wanting to get, go out on my own and, and work it out. So I think one of the main reasons that you and I are doing this pod is to A, keep me accountable because every week I'm going to have to sit here and tell you what I've done and what I plan to do uh, and it's not just play PlayStation. Better not be. It better not be, right? But you can do a little bit of that. I'll do, I will be doing a little bit of that. And also, like, help anyone out there who also wants to quit their job, throw it all up in the air, burn it all to the ground, come in with an AK, kill everybody they work with. And all right, that might be taking it a little <laughs> bit too far. Some people are disgruntled, I'm just saying. And build something of their own and get, get it out there and, and see what they can do. So if you're in that position where you're thinking about going it alone, Come with us on this journey because we're going yeah. to be discussing everything I go through and Fiona's going to hold me to account. So it's yeah. going to be it's going to be fun. And we're also going to be very open and honest. Like if you're having a bad week or if you're having a good week, um, we'll even talk about things like finances, how we're managing finances whilst uh, we're at work. We're, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Far out. <laughs> we're not going to say numbers, are we? Because that might make listeners very uncomfortable. It might, but I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. I, I would like to be as open and honest as we can. Let's see whether we give actual numbers or, you know, guides or whatever. But um, I, I would like to say, you know, like, hey, you you found your first client this week. This is the first time you've been paid, you know, things yeah. like that. And, then, okay. and how we're managing if you're not being paid, how we manage financially. So yeah. we don't necessarily have to go into numbers, but, you know, we'll talk about... Uh, budgets and um, how we're managing to pay for things just so you're aware I'm a guy and like my ego needs to be protected so any numbers we discuss I'm gonna up them 10% just so you know just so you know (laughs) I'll keep you honest you keep me honest okay (laughs) cool so talking about going into my first week next week uh sorry I already have my first week next week's my second week yeah um I'm gonna talk to everyone a little bit about how I've been structuring my day and yeah. what I've been doing and, and kind of the list of ideas that I've wanted to go through. So, bearing in mind this is only your first week so yeah. 
doesn't necessarily mean you've fallen into a cadence or a rhythm quite yet. You're still probably figuring all that out. But yeah, I think it is quite interesting to hear what you've been up to in your first week. Yeah, exactly. So I guess what I, where I kind of started was like most people will have some idea about what they want to do when they leave their job. So this is not necessarily going to be typical of everybody's experience. Yeah. But I shit you not, I had no idea what I wanted to do going into this whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I had a few areas of interest that I wanted to explore and a few people I wanted to talk to and a few little ideas and stuff that were floating around my, my mind. But I literally could go in any direction on any one of these ideas. Most people will come into this and say, yeah, I most definitely want to freelance in, in design and I want to do this exact thing. Mm. I don't have that. Mm. I am completely blank canvas. Throwing myself four sheets to the wind in every single possible direction. Four sheets to the wind. Do you know what that means? Is that something to do with sailing? No, it's, it's when you're drunk. You're four sheets to the wind. Yeah, but it comes from sailing. Yes, but you used it in the wrong context. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're talking about being gung-ho. Like, going, yeah. four sheets to the wind means you'll, like, go away sick. Oh. But balls to the wall, can I say that? <laughs> that just sounds to me like a glory hole. Oh, I don't want to be thinking about that. But, I mean, if you do a visual of that, that's kind of what it looks like. It's what, what the... Well, you would know I've not been in any toilets or the glory hole. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. I believe I actually... on. <laughs> yeah, so Fiona obviously got me really excited about doing a podcast. We talked about this on holiday and I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then she was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, let's do it. So now here we are. This is our very first one and we're having a go at it. Uh, other things I am interested in, obviously I come from a data background. I was a data analyst for most of my career and it's something that I'm already pretty knowledgeable in the space about. Uh, I probably know at least 5% more than any normal person would know, at least. So there's an opportunity there for me to maybe do some consulting, maybe do some agency, maybe do some uh, uh, training. Mm -hmm. In that space and that would be a good place for me I think to start out because it would get the money flowing in potentially it would give me an opportunity to practice building a business where I am already an expert in the field mm -hmm. uh, which is I think a very advisable if yes. you're starting out yeah the only problem is and I've got to be honest with myself it doesn't really float my boat you're not excited about that anymore. yeah I I think right now I've given myself the opportunity to literally do anything in the world within reason within reason you're not going to become an astronaut am i <laughs> might become a cosmonaut what's that the russian one no okay probably not probably sensitive at this time um so yeah i could kind of end up doing anything within reason but do i want to go back right into this kind of dry kind of technical space that I am okay at, generally you're better, Well, you're better than okay at. Okay, I'm better than okay at, but I'm more of a, 
uh, a manager in the space than I was a true. strong practitioner. That's true. So yeah, that's a thought that's going through my mind, although it's a sensible place to start. Mm-hmm. Other things I would consider doing are, I've got a great book idea, and I kind of, I don't know, what do you think? I know you should talk about your ideas, but I kind of want to keep it a little secret for a while still. Okay. Okay. You know what the idea is. I know, and I think it's fantastic. I think it's something that's kind of low effort for you to do, so I think you should kind of crack on and do it. Um, But I think it's something that would have a lot of appeal. Yeah. Um, Very, very relatable. For anybody listening right now who heard me say I want to do a book and then heard you say it's low effort is probably thinking... Those two are stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's uh, without saying too much, you wouldn't be doing all the writing. Basically, I would get a bunch of different. I would be crowdsourcing the contributions yeah. to the book from from a network. So uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's completely low effort because it would still require a lot of editing, and obviously there's the whole marketing aspect and all of that. But the actual but, creation of the content. Yeah, and I think getting started, it's something that's easy. For you to get started and I think right now it's kind of a good thing for you to get started on some things because yeah. um, I think the last week will be you've spent doing a lot of research into things which is amazing I think that's great but um yeah I think you could start taking some actions too. yeah I want to take actions as soon as I can and uh, I think getting started on on each little bit bit I want to do is um is advisable. The other thing I should probably mention, which I haven't really talked about yet, is that I want to actually be involved in lots of different things. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to end up just doing one thing and putting all my eggs in one basket. I kind of want to end up doing lots of little fun bits and pieces that I enjoy, that gives me variety. Some of them might fail, and those ones I'll just wash my hands off and focus on the ones that do well. But I want to time box each activity to a day or two days a week and allow myself variety, allow myself to, to move on from different pieces yeah. and um, um, place lots of little small bets. Yeah. So this is the concept of having a portfolio career. Yeah. And it's, it's almost a way to diversify your income. You're de-risking yourself. If one thing fails, you've still got several other uh, irons in the fire that are, that are flaming hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's a very interesting concept. Um, a lot of people, when they have a portfolio career, the various things are related. So it's not like, you know, the opposite ends of, of the spectrum. You're not in completely different industries. They are somehow connected because it's just easier for context switching and yeah. that kind of thing. But yeah. I think like an idea might be consulting one day a week. It could be, I don't know, coaching, coaching another day. Yeah, it, it, but it might all be around a, a similar topic. Yeah. The other little thing I'm really interested in doing, and this itself isn't a revenue, necessarily a revenue or income generating idea. Idea is a weird word for it. I really want to build up my Twitter audience. I have like 300, right now I have 333 followers. <laughs> I've used Twitter mostly to follow things I'm interested in. I never really commented. I was quite... More of a consumer. A consumer, not a contributor. Yeah. And 
I'm now, a lurker. I'm a lurker. I'm kind I'm of a, a peeping Tom <laughs> okay. of Twitter. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I very much enjoy reading other people's conversations and comments and debates yeah um or funny things but i'm not really one to post i've tried i have really tried yeah to do that but um i, I very quickly fall off the way. it actually blows my mind how much effort is required to succeed on twitter yeah with new content it's exhausting it is i would go so far as saying actually posting your own comments isn't even the best way to grow your audience but rather interacting with yeah. other accounts, things that they have posted and the people who follow them. So don't even interact with the poster, interact with the people who are commenting on that post. Because mm. those people, the poster is likely to be someone who's, if they've got a big following, then they're probably 200 steps ahead of you. But the people commenting and the people following them are like one, two, three, four, five steps ahead of you. And that's where you want to be interacting, mm. not, not the person who's already made it on the moon. Not with like Elon Musk or Jack or any of these people. You want to be commenting and posting and interacting with the people who are where you're at or just ahead of you. And um, that's where you're going to find your, I hate this word, your tribe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's right though. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And you can learn from each other. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I thought would be good to talk about is actually like, do you have a routine yet? I mean, I, I guess I kind of know because we, we get up early, we go to the gym together, and then you get to your desk. But just, I don't know, tell me a bit more about, about your day. Yeah, so like, yeah, like you said, we start with the gym. Um, so we get up at 6.15. Yep. Get to the gym for about 6.30. Yeah, by the way, it's really close, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can walk to the gym. So we literally get up, throw some clothes on, and get to the gym, still kind of, waking up in that morning haze. Yeah. I have to snaffle a, uh, a rice, rice crispy square, square <laughs> just before I go to the gym because I'm starting to work with a nutritionist and he doesn't like me going to the gym without anything in my stomach. He wants me to eat something that's like high energy. He said bananas would be fine or, or something like a rice crispy square. Bananas, I love bananas, don't get me wrong. But first thing in the morning on my stomach, it's like, a bit acidic. Well, they are, yeah, they are very acidic, especially yeah. if you had like a green one or something like that. Yeah, you know? and they repeat on me while I'm at the gym. Yeah. So I went, so I'm, I'm actually trying to get healthy by starting my day with a rice crispy square, which is like, seems like an oxymoron. Sugar. <laughs> and anyway, uh, so I'm working with this nutritionist, a bit off topic, but he's uh, trying to help me get um, the maximum out of my workouts. So I'm so I'm building muscle and strength and also um, in the future to cut down a little bit of my fat. So <laughs> interesting sidebar. We have this um, scale, this biometric scales upstairs in our bedroom that we, we can scan our body. And it gives you, of course, your weight, your BMI, it gives you your body fat, body fat percentage and your um, muscle mass, muscle mass etc. And one really interesting metric that it gives you at the end of all of that, it's all connected to an app and everything. So all the data gets stored on your on your app. And it tells you what your body's age is relative to your actual age, because you've already told it like how old you are. So I'm 37 years old, right? And according to the scales, my body age is 33. So I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. I would like to be a bit, you know, 
younger in terms of what it thinks my body is. Guess how old it thinks Fiona is? <laughs> I'm a child. 15. Now I'm actually 34. <laughs> You're 34, but the scales we use think you have the body of a 15-year-old. Can I say I'm fit and healthy? This kind of freaks me out, you know. I feel a bit gross going to bed every night with a 15-year-old body, if I have yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I w yeah, maybe if it's I was a bit Jimmy Savile. 18. <laughs> but remember, it's not my it's not my actual age. It's it's just it just shows how fit and healthy I am. What a long life I've got in front of me. I don't know anything about girls, but do you even have your period yet? <laughs> I'm not talking about periods on this podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So I go to the gym, get fit, have my Rice crispy Square, come home, have breakfast, and then I kind of sit on the couch for two hours. <laughs> no, that's not true. An hour. An hour. Then, yeah, I get right into it. I, uh, I need to find a structure to my day, but it's going to be simply a matter of working through a Notion um, checklist that I have, which has all my bits and pieces that I'm working on. I give myself a to-do list for each day. And then the goal for me now going into week two is going to start to time box all of the time I'm going to spend researching different ideas and digging into what it is I could, I could focus on. So, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that I don't waste time and I don't blow over too much time on any particular item because I want to give each of the ideas that I'm currently exploring uh, you know, a fair amount of time and a bit of uh, my attention so mm -hmm. that none of them kind of fall by the wayside. If I find that through my research and discovery that this idea is dumb and I don't want to do it, then it's gone. Yeah. You're going to be ruthless? I'm going to be ruthless. I'm going to have no roots. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. Whatever happened to your friend Ruth? Nothing happened to her. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Need to go and meet up with her. Actually. Yeah, she's very cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Excellent. And um. Yeah. In terms of your working day, so when you worked at Pizza Hut, it was very much nine till six. Yeah. With an hour, half an hour maybe for lunch. Do you see your your the structure of your day being any different? Like, do you think you'll still work? at your desk from nine till six, or do you think you'll be a bit more flexible with your work? Um... I think there's an element of guilt that we have developed having been long-term employees in the corporate world mm. that makes us feel that if we're not at our desks during these particular hours, then we're kind of skiving and yeah. that someone's going to catch us out. And even though I've got no boss and I've got no one to answer to except for you, that um, I still have that feeling of, um, uh, you know, I need to have FaceTime and, and I need to show up and I need to be there. Presenteeism. Yeah. I don't know who I'm trying to impress. And I, I, I had the exact same thing. So when I uh, quit my job, um, I would again, like you, was my own boss. But every day I felt like I should be sat at my desk from nine till six. And it took me, I'd say a year and a half to shape that feeling and eventually after that year and a half you know I would go and meet my friends for, for lunch on a Friday and I would sometimes not go back to work and okay. it took it took me a year and a half for me to feel that it was okay 
to take the Friday afternoon off if I felt like it. But to be fair, on Friday afternoons when you came to lunch, you were legless, so... <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I don't think I ever drank, actually, at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah Aperol. Well, maybe with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. okay. But, um, yeah, I definitely didn't, didn't get drunk or anything, but... Um, it takes a long time to shake that feeling and it's really annoying because you now have this freedom and if you wanted to go to the gym at two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, or if you wanted to go and meet a friend because um, they're in town, or if you wanted to go to London to catch a, I don't know, something, a, 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 TED, talk. a TED talk or a, something at a museum, if you wanted to go and see something, like, I think that's kind of what we're working towards. We kind of want to work towards this freedom of being able to choose when we work and how we work. And it doesn't have to be this nine to six. Now that works for some people and maybe, maybe it is something that works for you, yeah. but it doesn't have to be like yeah. there are other options, you know, I think um, for the time being, I'll probably stick to it, but I'm going to allow myself to do things during the day that allow me to get out, out my head out of what I'm doing get some fresh air, maybe play tennis, free myself up slowly. Yeah. But I think it is going to take time and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember when I first left investment banking and I got a job in a startup. Yeah. I came to work in a bloody suit every day. Yeah. Like, why? I remember speaking Everyone to you Everyone else about was that. in hoodies. Yeah. We, we were all, because we worked at the same company at the time. Um, yeah, every, everybody was just in hoodies looking quite um, scruffy, actually. And then Smelling. Tristan came in in his formal shirts, um, and I said to you, like, when do you think you'll you'll stop wearing a shirt? And you were like, I'll always wear a shirt. I don't feel like I'm working if I'm not wearing my shirt. But within a couple of months, you were wearing a t-shirt like the rest of us. Yeah, and right now I'm wearing, what do you call these? Jogging bottoms. Yeah, jogging bottoms, a t-shirt, and a hat on backwards. Yeah. Do I look cool? <laughs> Yeah, you look Sunday, you know, classic Sunday, chic. Not very chic, but... <laughs> no, no, not chic. I had a shower today. Oh, good achievement. Yeah, so that's one thing, like, you, you are still keeping in a routine. It's not like you're... Showering. That, yeah, but, yeah, but I, I think, I think it, you know, some people could go the opposite way, where you're suddenly, you're not working, you've not got that pressure. You could come, you know, get up late in the morning, not bother getting showered till lunchtime, you know, everybody's different, but people could go, could go the other way. You've done really well at your... Thanks, baby. You're keeping in a routine, you know, and I think that's really important to keep in, keep in a routine, but a routine that works for you. Sweet. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm on a new journey here, so I'm excited mm. for what's to come, and uh, I, I look forward to being able to come back here every week and talk about what I've been doing and how far I've come or how far I haven't come, because I want to be honest, and yeah, it's going to be a ride. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. I'm really, really proud. Are you jealous? Yeah, what, I am. What percentage? Uh, I would say 110%. Far out. <laughs> okay, that's quite a lot. Only because I know how good it can be. Because I've, I've done it before. And I know if I can do it, you can do it. And I think you're going to be so much happier. Well, I'm mega excited right now. I'm curious to know when that excitement is going to wash away and anxiety is going to take over <laughs> because I haven't made any bloody money. But I'm here for you. You're here for me. So let's see. Yeah.
Okay. Jenny. Let's catch you later.